Filter, episode two, season two. I'm Patty. I'm Rowan. And this is No Filter in the bedroom, <laughs> which is an appropriate place to record tonight because we're going to talk about S-E-X. Let's talk about sex, baby. Yeah. So we figured we'd do it in my room. Got the sensual red rug vibes <laughs> going. Candles lit. Some wine. I've got some orange juice as well. I just woke up from a nap. (laughs) (laughs) And we are dressed and ready to go to the strip club after this. So it's just going to be a fun-filled evening of a lot of (laughs) sexual things. Things. So we figured this would be a good night to record this. Word. Um, I wish you guys could catch the real vibes in here with just the soft lights and everything. But unfortunately, it's not good for, you know, the visuals. But yeah, we're just going to carry on like we normally would our podcast episodes. Um, and yeah, you guys can tune in visually now. So. Yeah. All right. Well, cheers. Toot toot. Toot toot. It's pretty good. It could be colder, but it's it could very be way nice. colder, yeah. So we actually just good. got um, a box of wine. Not boxed wine. <laughs> a literal a case, of, a case wine. of wine and we had this wine ordered since like October 30th <laughs> and we were just now able to retrieve it so we got 12 bottles it's like a wine club nakedwines.com um, so they sent us 12 I got a voucher that's why we did it um, for the first case and they sent us 12 wines we just popped open the first one which is a nice Pinot Grigio but I'm excited to see how the rest of the bottles are. I think it'll be a really cool way to just taste different California. They're all California wines. Um, So they're all local to our new home. And um, yeah, so where do we want to start? I mean, this is just such an open market. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many things we can talk about when it comes to sex. Yeah, definitely. Um... Let's see, where can we start? Well, I guess we can just, like, go over all of the crazy shows we've kind of been... Okay. We've seen over the past few months, Mm -hmm. and a lot of them have had to do with sex or sexual relationships and Mm -hmm. how different people function in different sexual relationships. relationships. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Okay. Because um, you, you're the one that <laughs> chose most of them, so... I always happen to come... I, I love documentaries. I yeah. love docu-series. Um, oh, shit. My necklace is all cut up. Um, documentaries, docu- docu-series, things like that. Um, and I came across this docu-series on Showtime um, a, a little while ago. I watched it a really long time ago, and... Um, we were, well, just looking for stuff to watch. I was like, why don't you guys watch this? It's pretty interesting because we're always talking about, like, sister wives and, like, polyamory. Jokingly. Jokingly. Guys. We're not literally sister We're not wives. literally all three of us living in this house. on the Mormon wave. There's nothing wrong with it, but that no. is not the wave that we're riding. Um, but we essentially live like sister wives minus the sexual aspect of it. And I think so. for the most part, the three of us are... Fluid, yeah, and open-minded in general when yeah. it comes to sexuality, right? Um, so yeah, it's like just cool to watch things and be educated. Yeah, and it's a good conversation starter. So exactly, um, the docu series. I think it's still on Showtime if you have the app or whatever. 
Um, it's called polyamory. Date. Oh yeah, polyamory. Right? Yeah, marriage and dating. So basically, um, each season follows two different storylines. Um, one of the storylines is carried through both seasons. Um, this was definitely was released. Excuse me, like in the early two thousands. Really? I think so. Oh shit. It's pretty, yeah, it's older. I mean, it didn't look that new, but yeah. I didn't think at all. the candles for the other side. It's, um, yeah. Sorry. Um, I love this. Yeah, it smells good, but like right directly. It's a little too much for me right now. Um, anyway, so polyamory, dating, and marriage. And so there is this couple, um, Kamala and... The husband, because I don't remember his name. And it doesn't matter because she's matter. the boss. <laughs> she's the, show, the fucking yeah. boss. The show is pretty much centered around her. Um, so Kamal and her husband, um, so they're married and live together and have With a, their child. a child. They have a household, normal, normal quote-unquote, um, to society. And so Kamala and her husband uh, have a boyfriend and girlfriend who are also married and their names... Doesn't matter. <laughs> boyfriend and girlfriend. So they are... So so in the beginning of season one, they um, Kamala and her husband ask their boyfriend and girlfriend, who are married also um, to each other, uh, to join their household and kind of move in and really make their relationship official and take it to the next level, which is what a normal relationship would do, move in together, you know, kind of start that journey. And now all of these people have other boyfriends and girlfriends. Right. So basically, it's just, like, 30 different people who are interchanging sexual activities with one another. Right. Um, basically, the show is soft porn. Yeah, it's pretty racy, it's, so... They're straight up showing pretty much everything except for the actual insertion. Yeah. Um, but you are seeing penis, you are seeing everything. Um, and it's kind of, like, ironic because the whole time that they're going over their relationship of polyamory, they explain it, and they make a whole lot of sense. They make they, it sound real good, make so much sense, be like, oh yeah, of course, why like, wouldn't you do that? Right, oh, duh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, why wouldn't cool. you have ten partners at the same time? And they're very, I mean, it's not, they're, they're regular people, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, they, I don't know what they do for living. Well, Kamala's like a love a relationship coach, yes, coach, expert, so whatever she's a, it is. She's the pro. <laughs> um, but yeah, when they talk about it, they're like, it's not just about having sex with a bunch of people, and it's really not just about the sex, and it's not about the sex. But whichever whoever directed this show or produced, produced it, it made about it sex. about sex. <laughs> I mean, all of the scenes pretty much have sex. Yeah. No, every, Either before everyone. or after, and then they're talking about the sex, right. or they're talking about the relationship in some way. It's it's a lot to deal with. To each their own. I mean, it's not for me, but... It's a lot of energy. So much energy. Like, like I couldn't... I can barely keep up, first of all, with myself alone. Yeah, as one person. One person. <laughs> I have to deal with me. And then in a relationship with someone else to be able to commit to someone, and that's the problem is commitment and being right. able to give your all to someone. Right. And now you're, I mean, they are actively trying to commit to all these people yeah. and like 
talk yeah, about emotions not, like, and talk about feelings or and, like and have these real relationships and so that's what, that takes a lot so you know what if it's for you shout cool. out to you <laughs> yeah because that takes a lot of energy but i i couldn't do it yeah i could not yeah because it. it's not just like one night stands or i'm gonna hook up with you for a week and then we're done yeah, it's like, not they just have physical active really ongoing active relationships with so many people so many and i mean just think about being in a relationship with one person or just talking to somebody not even being in a relationship and everything that comes with that yeah especially in today's world and society so it's just crazy but it's very interesting i think if if you've ever been interested in polyamory or like threesomes in the sense of relationships not just the sexual threesomes um i think it's definitely worth checking out and kind of just tuning into and seeing what conversations it sparks for you and your significant other if you watch it together or your friends or just within yourself it's um, just cool to watch stuff like this because yeah. it is educational and it's a good way to see how other people are, are living because the reason why so many people are misunderstood is because nobody takes the time to try to understand them right or their side of it so it's it's just cool to understand how other people perceive things and for their sure. perception of life and the way that they they've chosen to live it you know it's yours so whatever makes you happy but um and you know before judging people or or being like oh my god this type of lifestyle blah 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 without really hearing their side of it i don't think that's that's a good way to go definitely so it's definitely educational if nothing else um and it's definitely some soft porn for you if you ever want There's okay. another, there's a tripod on there that's all pretty, like, attractive people. Which one? The oh, tripod. The, the one, the ones that live in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were super cute. Yeah. They had a lot of issues. <laughs> a lot going on there. A lot of issues, but they were really But cute. I think the, like, thing that string every storyline together was that there was always one person in each pod or tripod or whatever. That wasn't fully comfortable. That, well, that... Or there was the main person that everybody else was in love with. Right. So it was kind of like everybody else was like, okay, cool, yeah, I'll be open to it's this. Kinda... But it was to only be with that one main yeah. person. Like, for me, it kind of felt, at least for the larger one, not, not so much the tripod, mm-hmm. but Kamala's situation with all of them, like, it felt kind of culty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, they were just very obsessed with her. Yeah. And wanted to do whatever they could to please her. Right. But, I mean, in a sense, they were pleasing themselves. Like, her husband gets off off of seeing her with other people. Yeah. People have different things that they're into, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. I don't know. And it's also very, like, comedic because they also get very sensitive and they, when they, like... That's hilarious. <laughs> when they're having an argument or, you know, trying to get through a discussion or a situation, like, they'll throw things out, like, you're acting very monogamous. Yeah. And monogamous <laughs> is, like, an insult. Like, it's the worst thing you can you? say to them. How dare you tell me that I'm being monogamous, you know? And, um, oh, my God. It's so hilarious. it's just really funny. It's got everything. It's got sex, comedy, drama, everything. It's it's basically, like, it could be an award-winning show <laughs> if it had more depth to it. But <laughs> it's definitely interesting. So Yeah, for sure. You Check can add it, it to your list. On Showtime, polyamory, marriage, and dating. So, 
That was like our first little intro into shows. I don't know what else have we watched. You were telling me about that other one with the um the black market one, I think, or something like that. Oh yeah. So uh, also on Showtime. Shout out to Showtime. You're doing your thing right now. Um, <laughs> there is a we'll, we'll take a slot. Yeah, a docu series. Um, I think it's called The Dark Web or The Dark Net or something like that. And basically, like each episode, there's only been one season so far. Each episode. Um, kind of talks about different aspects of the dark web, which is, like, not only is it a way to explain, like, things that go on on the internet that are bad, but it's literally a place on the internet, the dark net, that you sign on to and you can get and find anything and everything that you could ever even dream of thinking that you want or don't want. <laughs> like, I don't even know. You know, you know, you could know, you could find bugs. You can find, like, sex, human trafficking. That's crazy. Um, you can find, like, black market animals, like, people that sell tigers and, like, exotic animals on there. You can literally find anything. Um, but one of the episodes um, pertaining to today's topic um, was about porn. And um, young men or guys in general. And that... also, you guys will be seeing this video as a follow-up to our sex shop visit. So we went over a lot of things oh, with yeah. the the instructor, and this was actually one of the things we kind of mentioned. Yeah, so basically, um, a lot of young men um, in the U.S. and I think around the world in general are becoming super, super, super desensitized to porn and to sexuality. Um, because they get introduced to porn at such a young age and start masturbating at such a young age, they become obsessed with it and addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And by the time they get to a point where they feel like they're ready or the experience comes their way to have sex with the real person, um, they can't because they're so desensitized from masturbating and like they can only get off in that way. Like. A regular program, a regular yeah, a regular person, whether it be male or female, whatever their preference is, um, wouldn't do it for them because they clearly will not be acting out the things that they see in the porns, that they see people doing in porns. Like that's just that's never gonna happen in real life. I mean, you know, it could if you have a partner into it and you guys want to explore and it's a conversation. Yeah, that you have. But every time you have to think that someone is just gonna go ahead and do all those things that you see in porno. Yeah. It's not going to go that way. No, it's not going to go that way. And it's not just, like, regular porn, but... I mean, certain people might not go that way. Yeah. (laughs) There's things that you see in porn, and not just, like, regular porn, like, you know, having sex, whatever it is, but then once they become desensitized to that, that's why the more hardcore stuff and kind of, like, for me personally, I think it's negative porn, comes about with, like... I can't remember what the names of it are, but kind of, like... um, Oh, what is it called? There's, like, this type of porn where they, the guys like to see, like, the girls, like, throwing oh, up yeah. or crying. And like gagging while, yeah, and choking. Yeah, them oral. And, like, it just keeps getting hard, hardcore, more hardcore, yeah. more hardcore, more hardcore, because there's, like, each level, it's like, okay, cool, we're past that now, and then, like, rape porn and, like, all that kind of stuff that's only become popular and you know, the last few years. Yeah. Because there's some even porn that's years. really beautiful. Yeah. There's some porn that's very sensual, and it's it looks like a really beautiful, great experience. Yeah. And then there's other porn that's just kind of created by men for men, mm-hmm. pretty much. Like, I don't feel, when I, at least for me, when I watch porn, I'm not that into most porn that's out there, mm-hmm. personally. 
I don't, I don't really get off by it. I don't think anything that I'm seeing on the screen is anything that, like, one, I can't do. Mm -hmm. Two, turns me on, because it's not, there's no fantasy to it to me. Like, for me, I'm turned on by the actual act myself. Mm -hmm. Not really watching it. Right. I don't know. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't do that much for me. I'd rather me and my, you know, my guy record something and then watch it after. Yeah. As opposed to watching other people. I don't know. It just doesn't really do anything. For yeah. Me. I've never been super into porn. I mean, obviously I've seen it and, um, it is what it is, but I, I can't say that I've ever like felt like I needed to, to go out and watch it to be able to then have sex after or or to see, like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I came across it when I was really young. I, I mean, I feel like we've mentioned this before. Yeah. As do most people, I think, or at least in our generation, obviously, through the internet. Mm -hmm. But, uh... I mean, television is porn at this point. Yeah. Like, regular primetime TV shows have pornographic elements that in our parents' age, if they were watching that when they were our age growing up, right. like... Holy shit. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's changed you know? a lot. But we're me. so desensitized to it that it doesn't, like, it, we, nobody even blinks an eye. What I do love, though, that they're showing more of is homosexual relationships. And that's true. Sexually, yeah. like, on camera. Because if you're going to show, show everybody. Show, you know, show what everybody's doing out there yeah. and what everybody's into. And I, and I think that's great to be more open to it and accepting in society and, and you know the more people see it the less you, you know taboo it is yeah. or like shocking it is so you know? so yeah I definitely think I've in the last year or so especially in this last season of television there's been a lot a lot a of lot. sexual um relationships portrayed ever since they, they passed it yeah the and marriage, then legalized it I yeah, and like I definitely think Shonda Rhimes is, like, at the forefront oh. of it, which is amazing. She's it's at so the forefront of, of any, everybody who's, like, marginalized. Mm -hmm. And I love yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much. I it's love true. that. Wait, do you remember seeing, this is kind of off topic, but do you remember at Davy Wayne's? Girl, the, I don't remember anything from Davy Wayne's. Um, what's his name was there from How to Get Away with Murder? No, girl. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> From Davy Wayne's. I don't understand. I don't even drink like that anymore, you guys. I haven't had a blackout moment in a we very a long time. We drank a lot of wine very quickly. Because I was like, alright guys, we gotta get to <laughs> We didn't do that. <clears throat> and because I haven't been drinking like that in a mm -hmm. long time, I guess. But it's not old Wando. It's not back. So all my like homies from back home listening to this. I have <laughs> changed my ways, I swear. No, last <laughs> Saturday night was a different... It was a different story, but it was, you know, celebration mode. No, yeah, hell yeah. It was we a haven't time. done that in so long. But I miss a lot of great moments, really. <laughs> well, you were um, there. <laughs> I was there physically, you know. I was there. Um, that just goes to show my, my memory, too, is bad. Like, you know, yeah. without drinking, it's already bad. So, I mean, it def definitely doesn't help all these years of alcohol. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, um, what I was going to say, though... Shit, what was I going to say? I don't know. Okay, you keep going. All right, well, I figure we can stay, staying on the topic of television, I know there's, like, a lot of other...
TV that we've been watching is now over. We've been watching Insecure. Oh, yeah. And I figured that would be a good convo to get into because it covers sexuality, double standards. Oh, for sure. You know, cheating in relationships. It's such a great show. Stuff. It's um, such a great yeah, show. Yeah, shout out to Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Um, Issa I think that's what, I think that's her name. Or Rene. No, I think it's Issa Rae. Because it always reminds me of Lisa Ray, the actress. Okay, yeah, Lisa Ray. I think that's right. Anyways, Insecure is a freaking dope-ass show on HBO, and the writing is amazing, the acting is amazing, the shooting is amazing. It's the all The topics awesome. are and great. the topics, yeah. They're like super real mm-hmm. and relatable yeah. and important for people to watch. I think a lot of people that see the show probably assume that it's just, like, for girls but I think it's equally important for guys to watch it. You know what? I think a lot of people probably watch it and think it's only for black people also. I feel like that's a thought process that happens. <sighs> I mean... Which shouldn't be because every color, <laughs> every race has relationships and goes right. through the same and thing. I, I mean, at least for me, myself, this show is way more relatable to me and I'm not black. Yeah, you know, for sure. Than other shows out there. Yeah. But... I definitely agree. You know. So in the on the end of the season, um, if for whatever reason you haven't watched it yet, we can fast forward this part. Um, <laughs> so then the season, Issa, you know, has had her boyfriend through the whole season, and then um, she ends up sleeping with an old friend because she thought that the relationship wasn't really going anywhere. Not that that's a good excuse to cheat on somebody um, or to step out on your relationship, but it's a it's a thought process and a theory that a lot of people have and a justification that a lot of people have for cheating. Um, and that's not a justification. Um, but they, so they, they, she cheats on him and then, um, tries to keep it a secret for a while and things are going great in her relationship. And then, um, her man finds out and just flips the script on her real quick. And I think that that's usually not portrayed that much on television uh, a, a girl cheating on a, on a man and, like, him reacting the way he did. And just that whole process of, like, him... There was, like, a conversation about whether or not he should have taken her back right away, like, online and stuff, articles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, had that been him cheating on her, like, everybody would have expected her to take him back and, like, be that, that girl that just, like, takes the guy back because they said it was, a mis- you know, a mistake and they mm-hmm. love you and, like, all this stuff. So it kind of flips the script on everything, and I really, really like that part of it. Yeah, and I just love that they they showed that women, just as much as men, go through it too yeah. and have their own desires and their own expectations in a relationship and... They don't want to settle. So at that point, you know, she felt like she was doing more than he was. She was, you know, putting in more than he was. And that's really normal for a lot of people to feel. Um, And not saying it's right or wrong, but there shouldn't be a double standard. Yeah. You know, people cheat. And not that it's okay, but it shouldn't be, like, a woman shouldn't be persecuted so much more than men are. Like, I feel like men are just kind of like, oh, well, boys will be boys. Yeah. Or all men cheat. Or all this, like, you know, why? Why do we keep saying that and keep giving them a reason to feel like it's okay? Because, yeah. you know, by saying these things. Yeah. All men don't cheat. Right. 
And all women don't cheat. But a lot of women do. Yeah, and it's important for people to do. see that. Yeah. You know, because... And guys definitely have a way harder time dealing with it than a woman Way does. harder. Like, way harder. Really hard time. <laughs> no, they do. And you know what? I think it'll be really cool to one of our next, like, guy guests to talk about that oh, with. Oh, for sure. But a lot of my guy... Because I have a lot of guy friends. I mean, I typically a get along... Not we better. Do, I think. But... I get along really well with guys, yeah. you know, um, and a lot of my guy friends I've noticed are like kind of like masochists in a sense that if they find out their girl has cheated, they need to know every detail. They need to know how it happened. Yeah, but why? It's not going to make you feel better. Especially are... a dude, like it's not going to make you feel better. <laughs> no, you know, it's not, but like I feel like men are they're very visual mm-hmm. um and when they find out things like that they have a million visuals in their head for sure and they i think it for them or maybe you know people in general i can understand because i would probably be the same way like thinking like all these things i'd rather you just clarify it for me yeah. i want you to paint the fucking picture really rather than me being in my head this is just i'm understanding where they're coming from mm. personally like we don't need to even talk about it after yeah. <laughs> like if this is if that's the case like we're kind of good although i've been in a relationship where we both have cheated and we both kind of like figured it out after but it was also a very young relationship i think going forward in my life and the next like relationships like we're either in it or we're not you know yeah for sure there's just really no point but we were younger we're having fun and you know that was a different case um, and I also don't agree with once a cheater, always a cheater. I really don't. I think yeah. people can change. I think growth happens a lot in people's lives. I'm certainly not the same person that I was back in that relationship. Not to say that I was an awful person or vice versa, but we're you just... You learn from like, every experience exactly. that you go through. So. Exactly. And, like, where I am now, we'll get into it too, sexually, is, like, very different place than I was before too. So, it's just all growth, but, um... I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> guys being visual and the double standards. Yes, guys are super visual. I mean, even just like another situation we had with a friend and you know, some things that came up, like they they have can't such... get over things. Once no. they hold on to something, like that's it. And it's and we just said like people can change, but Certain people, especially men, just have that, like, characteristic trait that they just, like, can't... It's the ego. Let it go. It's the ego. And I think that because men don't talk about so much about their emotions the way we do, like, if this, you know, let's say we, like, a girl gets cheated on, she's gonna, like, go... I feel, mostly, like, share it with her girl or share it with somebody, her sister or somebody, Mm -hmm. and be like, this is what's going on. I wonder if guys really share that with their boys. No, because then they're going to get clowned so hard. They don't. So they don't have an outlet to really, like, get it out, I Mm -hmm. feel like, in general. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that do that. Like, they share their emotions. They do. They're out there. But in general, guys are not going to share that with somebody. Women, we don't share that sharing it like, oh, my God, there's, you know, something wrong with me, even though a lot of women do feel that way. I think for us, it just feels better to get it out. Yeah, and for, for sure. them, they kind of just, like, harbor all of it and, like, sit on it and think about it for a long time. 
And then they're also a way of getting over things is by just getting with another chick. Yeah. So they don't ever really, like, process or give themselves time to get over the heartache. Yeah. You know? Well, also, I think women, when they get cheated on, I feel like, generally speaking, most of the time we internalize it and think it's, like, something that we did. Like, what's wrong with us? Like, did we a not, lot of women feel you that know, way and that's awful that they do. And then guys are like, nah, fuck that bitch, da, 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 whatever. Like, they take a whole different, generally speaking, a whole different approach to it and, like, as to why it happened. And I feel like that's why it's harder for them to take a female back that cheated on them than for a woman to take a man back because then a woman makes it easier taking a man back because we're always going to be like, oh, like, we can fix it like we can make it better this time or like I could do this better whatever it is whereas guys are just like nah you know for whatever reason generally speaking we just have those like gender roles where we think about it one way and guys think about it in a whole different light and so it makes it easier for them to like just like walk away from the entire situation and never look back mm-hmm. hmm. but it doesn't always happen that way you no, know, like no, in my case, saying, it doesn't happen speaking. that way. Why? Because we both fucked up. So not to say that, you know. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes it takes two. Oh, definitely. And not to say that, you know, you should just go out there and just keep, you know, <laughs> back and forth yeah. to make it okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, guys just deal with a lot of things differently. I mean, I read there was a study that showed that, like, men don't even get over their past relationship for some years. Oh, I believe years, Because they don't actually take the time to, to process, heal. process, yeah. Everybody needs to go through healing. It's an okay thing yeah. for people to understand and admit that you need to heal. There's a lot of things that happen in our lives that affect us, and you need to allow that time to heal and to process it and to just think about what happened and how it affected you and be okay with that. I don't know if a lot of guys are encouraged to do that or think that no. way. And I think that the way they get over it is by physically being with somebody else. And it's just this really empty way of trying to fill a void. Right. It just keeps you empty, though, because the emotions are still there You're and you're never dealing with them. Yeah. Um, and then in general, like, sex is a huge energy transfer that I believe very strongly about that now. And, like, I see that now. Um, and I guess, I mean, I guess we could go into that. And, like, what you were saying earlier about the porno stuff. And I I was making, like, a mental note of just about sex in general and how it's a drug. Yeah. Sex is a drug. Anything that is stimulating us, any of our senses, I mean, our physical bodies, because you have to understand that we're more than that. You have your spirit, you have your soul that's completely detached from this physical body. So everything in this manifested world is very about the senses mm-hmm. and about stimulating your senses. Mm-hmm. And sex is a huge stimulus. It's a huge stimulus and it feels fucking great. And like, why wouldn't you want to do it? And it, all these hormones it creates and... This energy gives you this norm, this like natural high or whatever. So, yeah, get it. Chemicals and releases in your brain. However, you have to remember that as you're partaking in this physical act, there's something else there. 
and it's your spirit. And when the energy isn't right, when two people aren't, like, providing the same energy, mm-hmm. it can fucking drain you. Yeah, for sure. It can drain you when you're giving so much of yourself to somebody who's not reciprocating. So I think, um, in general, it's very important for people to understand that and just know what you're getting into. And I think... Um, we're introduced, especially in our society, to sex at a very at very young ages, mm-hmm. just from the media and shows and things that we watch and all of these things. And we're told when we're young, at least for me, like, you know, my parents were very religious and we never really had conversations about sex because it was more taboo. You don't, no, you're not going to talk about sex, but you knew it was something you shouldn't do. Yeah. That was very clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was very clear that it was something that you shouldn't be doing, especially for females and, yeah. like, our cultures. Yeah. Um, not so much guys, like, whatever. Um, and it's mostly because we can get pregnant. Um, and I think that it would have been very helpful to me. And who knows if it would have changed anything, because you're going to do what you're going to do. Right. Um, under different influences. But to understand more why you shouldn't. Like, I don't think women are told so much how to value themselves Mm -hmm. um, in the sense that it's just for them. Like, we're always told, oh, no, don't, don't, don't do that because, uh, like, don't give it up to him or he did it about him. And we make it so much about the guy. Yeah, for sure. And, like, really... Women should be educated and, like, nurtured in the sense of, like, understanding, like, their value alone. Right. Period. Without men involved, without anything else involved. And your power. Your power as a as a female. I saw something. Somebody sent something to me. Oh, damn, it's on my phone. It was a really, really powerful... Um, post on Instagram and it was about um like this kind of like energy vampires and like giving yourself to someone who's not giving you the same energy but it was I wish I could read it because it was just phenomenal maybe I can post it somewhere or whatever after but um I also saw this woman on YouTube and the way she explained it to me was like ding duh I'm very much like into chakra energy Mm -hmm. and having your energies aligned and when she was explaining it you obviously start with there's seven chakras the bottom one is the red color energy and that's your root chakra and that's what stabilizes you so in general when you're dealing with a relationship with two energies and i'm not going to say a girl and a guy or a girl and a girl or a man and a man energies energy period and some people have more of a masculine energy and a feminine energy so you're always going to deal with that feminine masculine energy naturally the masculine energy is the one that is more rooted Uh the root chakra is stronger so when you have those two energies the masculine energy the the root chakra is stronger so it's going to give energy to the female one Now that goes up to your sacral chakra. That's going to help. That's the strongest for women. Mm -hmm. Your sacral chakra is sexual energy and relationships. And and the female energy has that mostly because we're we're like 
a vortex mm-hmm. or the portal to life and all of that energy. So if a man isn't feeding you something to make you feel stable and secure in the relationship, he's not going to feed your sacral energy. Right. Once he does, and you're giving this back to him, he's on the receiving end of this, that's going to make, oh, I forget the third one, the yellow one's name, all the time. But that one has to do with um, how you like perceive yourself and your um like your confidence and your will and your and your in your power you're feeding that to him and making that really strong right men get a lot mm-hmm. out of that that masculine energy when they've been with a woman when she's given them so much or whatever that makes them feel really good and powerful and feel like the man if they're not giving that back to you to make you feel the same way make you feel like a goddess, oh great, like, you know, everything or whatever, if they're holding on to that and bearing on to that and mm-hmm. not making you feel that way, you're not going to receive that energy and the next thing that that has to feed is your heart chakra. So it just goes back and yeah. forth. And until it's completely aligned. And so you have to be aligned, one, to be able to come into play with somebody else. Yeah, for sure. And not fuck up their fucking chakras. Yeah. Or your My mom. shit's in alignment. Don't come through and fuck <laughs> my shit up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or vice versa. Like, I don't understand why people get into so quickly into physical relationships. And I, I do understand because it, it's filling it's filling something. It's filling temptation. I get it. I 100% get it. But I, I'm more now trying to just fight that off. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I posted something on Instagram a little while ago about how I've decided to abstain. I don't know for how long. I don't know if it's until marriage. I don't know if I'm waiting until, you know, whatever. I, when when it's the right time, I will know because I know where I'm at now in mm-hmm. this stage of my life. But it's just... You know when you have a type. You know when you're attracted to a certain type of person. or You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the people who you find attractive. That's easy. You're going to find people attractive all the time. There's so many people that I could physically be with... And I know it's going to be great, and I know I'm going to get what I want out of yeah. it physically and all of that, but then what else am I getting? Mm-hmm. And at this stage in my life, you know, all of that was fun, and I had my fun, but right now when I'm so focused on me and, like, creating foundations for myself and security and stability and enhancing my own power, I need somebody who's going to do that for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and vice versa. That I can build with. And so in order to like have those things with someone, I don't think while sex is a very important part of the relationship, I used to think you ha- like had it had it was almost everything. Yeah. That if the sex wasn't good, nothing else was ever gonna be good. But if you're always only basing it on that, mm-hmm. then that's true. Yeah. You know? Whereas I think if you can strengthen other sides of it, and you know when you're attracted to someone. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I know you know when there's chemistry mm-hmm. without having to have sex with someone. So if you can just like strengthen all of the other sides of the relationship, then you already know that part is going to be good. Because everything else is great, you yeah. know? So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm very happy, and it feels really good. And there's so much clarity, and there's so much... I almost feel like knowing in the back of my head that I'm not gonna have sex with someone. And not that it's like on purpose. I feel like I 
you exude a different energy. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like before I was like, I would just throw myself out there sexually. I didn't at all. Mm-hmm. But you can still tell. You catch yeah. a vibe when you know someone is down or like would be down or open to the idea. Now that I'm not, <laughs> I feel like there's a different side of me that people are picking up on. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And I, and you know, although people are gonna try and they're gonna, you know, whatever, but I don't know. I just think there's there's a different side that's coming out of it and, and it's nice. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thank you. Congrats. Thanks. Going strong. Oh. True colors of my shit right now. <laughs> by the weekend. That album so, is so good. So fucking good. So good. Oh my god, and that, that song good. especially, you know? Mm-hmm. Like wow. Yeah. It it hit home for me. Glad that you were able to connect to it so deeply. <laughs> oh awesome. my gosh. Okay. Anything else that we should cover? Um, what time is it? It's um another ten more minutes. Okay. Or not. <laughs> no, I just mean like I'll we don't have to force it. If we're done, we're done. Um yeah, it was like my whole crazy explanation about sex and energies and da, 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 da. I'm sure everybody thinks I'm a cuckoo. No, but, that's um, interesting, and I think it'll be really interesting. Did it make for sense though? Because I know I'm not really good at explaining yeah, things too much. Yeah, I mean, you much. know, there's some moments where you could get lost, but overall, I think the message is I get there. really lost. <laughs> I think the message overall is there. Just value yourself and value the powers that you have, and um, don't let anybody take that shit from you unless they're gonna give it back to you. Yeah, and like young girls, I'm not saying don't have sex. I don't regret having sex in my life. I think now I know so much about it and understand who I am because I did. Mm -hmm. And it's all a journey. Yeah, it's all it's everything spiritual, sexual, all of it. It's all your journey Mm -hmm. to go through and experience and explore for yourself, and that's the really important part. But I think if you can just say no. Mm-hmm. Say no, for as long as you kind of can. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been mad if I waited either. You know, like yeah. When I think about it, and that yeah, I didn't lose anything, but I don't know. I think that a lot of time and years and energy can be wasted on the wrong person when oh, the sex sure. is good. Oh, for sure. Um, especially when you're young, because yeah. you're kind of like. You're not thinking too much about the longevity of things or the future or, you know, who you're going to be in five years. Yeah. Like, you're going to you change. are thinking about, because I just had this conversation with somebody uh, who's going through a difficult situation with uh, a guy, and it's not so much of, you do think about the future, but when you're, like, so stuck in it, like, you're only thinking about one future mm-hmm. and not understanding that there's, like, so many possibilities of a future after. And, like, I had to, I explained to them, you know, like, 
think about all the relationships that I've been uh, in that, like, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be together for so long. And, like, I've never, I haven't really ever believed in marriage, so I, that wouldn't be a conversation or a word I would throw out there. But to just say, like, yes, I love him so much, and we're going to be together for a long time, no matter, like, what's happened. Even, like, I've had guys treat me, like, so shitty, and I'll still be like, but no, but this is the person that I'm supposed to be with. And, like, it's, yeah. you know... But it's like, no, there's, like, so many other things out in the universe that, that are there for you and waiting if you just, like, let go of this one toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. So, like, you do think about the future when you're, like, stuck in these places, but a lot of people, um, male and female, only think about that one future that they're in right at that moment. Like, and they can't see that there could be somebody better out there that's going to value you more and respect you for for who you are and everything that you have to offer especially as women a lot of us always feel like we just like have so much to give and so much to give and so much to give and we'll just keep trying until like it's just not gonna work and then you're just like completely deflated and defeated and then you're finally just like okay maybe it's not gonna work but you could have came to that conclusion a long time ago (laughs) The yeah. signs are always there. You they just... are always there, but you get <laughs> Whether blinded or not by you them pay a lot attention to them, yeah. because of the other things that right. I feel like are are there. Mm-hmm. Like if you allow yourself the time to pick up on those signs mm-hmm. without adding all this other stuff into the mix, yeah. Then you're not as blind. Mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. You know. You're able to really like see who somebody is and then decide if you want to give them that right you know like now I'm like this shit ain't up for grabs (laughs) this is fucking (laughs) magic (laughs) um cool so yeah so that's that's our thoughts on sex in a nutshell (laughs) and sexuality as I've said before is the what I think is very important for people to understand, it's not black or white. Yeah. It's not this, like, straight line. It's fluid. It moves. It, like, it's... It changes over time. It's just vibes. Yeah. Just listen to the vibes, follow that, and and do what you feel. And it's not fair for people. I think the another part, a topic in the, in the show in Insecure was... Um, one of Molly, Mm. one of the guys she was dating had hooked up with a guy before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a huge thing. Yeah. He was, he had explored it before, but realized The guy went down on him. Yes. It wasn't even like penetration. Yeah. Not that that matters. Not that that matters. Yeah, but he got some head. He got some assisted masturbation, which is another great show that we saw. Which... What was it on? Oh, it was like, Iceland. It yeah. was balls deep. It was, that was crazy. Yeah. These people go out and help each other masturbate. Yeah. Like, you can go... It's to- like a part of therapy. Mm-hmm. It's like a therapy thing. But yeah, so in Insecure, um, the guy Molly's dating, uh, he had told her, um, they were just talking about past sexual experiences. She was like, yeah, like I kissed one of my college friends about yeah. whatever. Girls. Yeah, and like... Oh, cool, like, no big deal. Nobody ever thinks it's a big deal when a girl, like, Mm -hmm. hooks up with a girl or kisses a girl or experiments or whatever. And then he, like, very casually revealed that he had gotten oral from a guy 
back in the day and he tried it once he realized it wasn't for him and he's strictly vagina now mm-hmm. but it was something that the character Molly couldn't look past or couldn't get over because now to her and to general society that means he's gay yeah. like he had another dude second his dick he's gay but a girl could have eaten her out and she's straight like it's just it's just yeah. Interesting. And I get it. I have felt that way in the past. Like, double standards are, double standards are going to be double standards. Like, you know, it is what it is. But obviously, like, I've you grow and you learn and you realize that it's not all black and white. And, and it's you know. funny because the three of us, me and Mabel, had this conversation, I remember, a year ago. Yeah. Like, dis- I yeah. really distinctly remember it when we were going to Vegas. And it was something that I think I brought up. And I want to say you guys weren't sure about it then. You guys were like, I don't know. And I... Said I was like, but why? You know, why is it okay for me to hook up with girls and him not? Like, mm-hmm. if I had a guy that had said that he experimented before, was open to it, or like thought about it mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah, it would throw me off for a second. Mm-hmm. But like, how upset could I be yeah. at someone for just exploring their sexuality? Yeah, no, I totally, I, you know, I get it, and, and it I can't say that. Fun. If some dude came up to me that we were dating, he was like, I had actual sexual intercourse with another guy. I have no idea how it would feel. That's one of those things I would have to be in that position at that time and see what happens. I know that in the past, I know I would have said like, oh, hell no, whatever. At this point, I'm more open to it. But that doesn't mean that I would be okay with being in a relationship with somebody who did that either. I have no idea either way. But it's just, it was definitely an interesting topic for them to bring up, and I thought it was really, really cool that they did on the show. And mm-hmm. and what I love, too, is that, uh, I wish I knew her name, and it's awful that I don't, but the actress who plays Molly. Oh, yeah. She's a virgin. Yeah. She's 32 years old and is a virgin. And yeah. And I loved finding that out, because she has... Amazing sex scenes. Crazy sex scenes, and her character is promiscuous. Mm-hmm. And I love that this information ended up coming out because it further proves my point that sexy doesn't equal sex. Right. And that you can be sexy and, like, all of this mm-hmm. stuff and act and not have sex. Yeah. Yeah, she does a really good job. She's great. It's really cool. The whole... The whole complexity of the whole show from like casting to like storyline to everything mm-hmm. is just really phenomenal so i'm really they happy touch a lot of our topics yeah. which i love yeah definitely they got greenlit for a season two yay so i'm excited to see how that goes but um yeah just you know talk about sex yeah with your friends with your significant other your with partners. your kids <laughs> like whatever just talk about it and, like, find out what's out there, what you like, what you don't like, you know, what even exists, what's even a possibility, so. And try not to too much talk about past sexual partners. Yeah. I think Why that do people really do that in relationships? fucks people up, and I don't think that they realize how much that can really bother somebody. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize how much that could bother people because usually I'm the one that's super open about it because yeah. I'm like well let's just be open and talk about this or whatever but sometimes you and I'm learning this a lot more now as I get it. older some things are better left unsaid mm-hmm. um or at least maybe not so openly providing the information maybe waiting if you're asked 
maybe that's a different you yeah. know, scenario. If I'm asked, cool, I'm a very truthful person, I will be open. But I don't think it's important to talk about. I think that, like, a new relationship is a new relationship, and you should focus on mm-hmm. you, the two parties that are in it, and instead of all the other people that were there. And I think that gets really tricky with social media oh, for now sure. and being able to backtrack and trace and see this and that and who was with this person and who's following, you know, and then it just yeah. creates all these crazy, like, scenarios in people's heads. And, yeah, man. Yeah. Somebody said, I forget who, but they were like, if people understood the consequences of sex, they wouldn't have it. And it's For so sure. true. I mean, oh it's such God. a great thing. It's an amazing thing when it's done right and with the right person but when it's not it can cause a lot of heartache for people and not a lot of heartache like trauma like that could and, be traumatizing yeah and for, drama for and everything yeah it's, it's just the same but yeah we there's so many things you don't need to talk about you don't need to play the numbers game that like and kids out there because i'm hoping nobody at our age actually still asks that question but you just don't need to talk about body count. You don't, you know, I don't, why? Yeah. You're going to get upset when you get yeah, hear the when, answer. I don't like, you're going to get mad. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> it's either going to be better than what you thought or worse than what you thought. Either yeah. way, like, why? Why? And it's like, oh, you haven't been with that many. Like, were you so in love with this person? Like, it could just go in so many different ways. Yeah. Good or, like, it's never going to be good. It's never going to be good. So I just don't play the number game. That's my advice for for this episode. Cool. <laughs> don't, don't play that game. But, yeah. I think... I think we can wrap it up now mm-hmm. and wrap uh, it up, all of you. When you're wrap out it there, up, make sure you're sex. wrapping it up. <laughs> Those are the two main things about sex. I think is safe sex in terms of wrapping it up safely and emotionally and talking things out. It I think is a huge part of safe sex and having conversations and as it's and safe sex emotionally. Yeah, making sure you're in the right yeah. emotional state when you're deciding to have sex. Yeah. Because a lot of people get fucked up, drunk, whatever it is, to even put themselves in a situation where they're like, okay, now I can do this, mm-hmm. and then hate themselves in the morning. Yeah, for sure. You know? That's not safe either. Yeah. So, safe. Yeah. Up here, down here, yeah. in here, just keep it safe. Word, for sure. So... Make sure you guys check out our video we have on Patreon. Uh, We hit up the Pleasure Chest in West Hollywood um, to a sex shop they did uh, covering the G-Spot. We interviewed one of the educators and kind of just talked to her about how she came to be a sex educator and all that good stuff. So make sure you guys check it out on patreon.com slash nofilter. And any topics that we covered here that you guys enjoyed... um, Reach out to us, tweet us, Instagram us, like let us know what you thought. We love the feedback that we got from you guys last season. So keep it coming. We definitely want to keep that going and we (laughs) want to keep the conversations going, especially about safe sex and um, doing things the right way. So thanks for tuning in. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're off to the strip club. Yes. (laughs) So about to go make it rain. Have a great day, night. Hi guys, thank you. Bye.